0: Welcome back to another episode of the Realistically Free Podcast, where I talk about life and dreams and everything in between. Keeping it real with you always, I am your host, Micah. Thanks for joining me on another lovely Sunday for another episode. I, uh, before I get into today's episode, I wanted to really quickly just thank all the people who have shown me love, uh, have given me feedback, um, have told me that you know my words have been inspiring to them or got them thinking. I really appreciate the love and the support and as well as I'm super grateful that what I'm trying to do here is actually uh, is actually getting through to people and is actually being seen and felt, and that means a lot to me, so I really appreciate all the love and the feedback and the kind words, and I hope that these episodes as well as the videos that I've been posting to Facebook have uh, will continue to inspire and encourage and help people. Um, that's all I really want to do, so I really hope that this continues to inspire you and you continue to enjoy it uh, and continue to reflect deeply and dig deep into your introspection. So if you're not following me already on Facebook, you can. Uh, it's a realistically free podcast. I'd really appreciate it. Come join the fun. Um, I'm still trying to figure out how to do giveaways. I know what I want to give away, but I need to figure out how to kind of get it to randomly select people for one and for two, I need to get a little bit more engagement on the page so that, um, I know that that, so that that's something that people actually want and can actually enjoy. Um, I don't want to just randomly select someone that liked the the video or that watched the video and, uh, I messaged them and they think I'm trying to defraud them. (laughs) So, so go ahead and follow me at the realistically free podcast page on Facebook. Uh, so you can join in on the conversations, and we can engage in one with one another. I try to post daily, uh, videos of just words of encouragement, things that are on my mind um, that I feel can be beneficial. And it's kind of just like a small daily dose of um some words and some thoughts, uh, to kind of you know get you thinking and you know try to get you, uh, get you going for the day without being super long. I'm at least I'm trying to keep them short. So if you're interested in that, I'd really appreciate you going over to the Facebook page and following me and you know engaging with me. But uh, moving right along, let's get right into the episode. Uh, so today I wanted to talk about who are we? Who are you? Who am I? Labels, identity, what it means to live your truth. I did talk, I touched on this in a Facebook video and I really wanted to expand upon it because, you know, who we are is a big part of our life, right? Identity is something we all have struggled with. And so i um, I really wanted to dig dig a lot deeper into into that topic and see um, see if I can kind of help help somebody out there navigate it, as well as just talk about my own experiences with it and uh, people that I've uh, talked to about it. So here we go. Who are we? Who are you? Identity is it's a it's a culmination of things, right? It's memories, emotions, relationships, you know, it's your values, you know, it is, it's a lot of things. It's essentially labels, right? And it's other people that tend to define who we are. And um, just to kind of break it down a little bit, your memories will impact your identity, right? Because there are certain things you just can't forget. Um, And so that impacts the way that you behave, which becomes a part of your character, Um, your emotions, you know, like me, for example, I'm, I tend to be a very angry person. Uh, So that, you see how I said that I'm an angry person that became a part that became or has become a part of my identity, right? Your relationships, you know, will define you. And will become a part of your identity are you a mom are you a dad are you a husband are you a wife a brother a sister you know a friend an uncle you know you get what i'm saying so those will be a part of your identity your values do you wake up do you want to wake up early do you believe in waking up early do you believe that that is a part of your your foundation you know do you believe in not hitting women i don't know you know what i mean that uh, i know that's an extreme an example, but these are certain values that, um, become a part of our identities as well as who we are now and who we want to be becomes a part of our identity. So what a lot of people I feel, at least from, you know, and I'm not going to speak for a lot of people, but for the people that I've talked to as well as myself, you know, we, we think a lot about who we are now and who we want to be, right? It's so it's usually of what am I doing with my life, where am I going, what is my career path gonna be, what is this, what is that, and, and we look at where we are now and we look at where we want to go. So that that becomes a part of our, our identity. But when you if we take it a step further into that, labels those are all labels you know, um, and they're used to define us, right? Like we, in our society, we need words to say this is that thing. And I don't feel, or I, I've realized and I've, I've accepted about for me personally that you can't do that with a human. We're not inanimate objects. We're not just one thing or going to always be one thing. And I feel that labels will that define us are putting us in boxes, right? See, when we're children, we have, you know, we're like, we're emulating other people. We're trying to figure it out because we don't really know anything. We're not very self-aware yet. So we're, we'll, we'll look at, we might look at our fathers like me. I looked at my father and I said, okay, I want to be like him. He works hard. He cares about his family. He's funny. Um, you know, he's smart. He's always reading. He's always, he's in school. He's always working. So like, I looked at that and I said, okay, I want to be my dad because I didn't know what anything else was. And I had people that I didn't want to be like, I know I just didn't want to be like you, <laughs> you know what I mean? So as a child, you know, we kind of look to others to define who we are because we're not self-aware and we don't understand yet, right? We don't understand the world, we don't understand ourselves, we don't understand different things. And so we look to other people to define and to create an, an, our identity off of, right? When we start getting into like, you know, our teenage years, at least for me, then it's like, okay, I know that I can't be my dad um, because he is different than I am. Um, I know that I don't really like all the things that my dad likes. I like some of the stuff. They like. I don't like all the things that my dad likes. Um, we have just different interests because as you start getting older, you're exploring and experimenting, right? When you're in those teenage years, that's your experimental years of you're trying to figure it out. Well, then I learned as I, you know, went through all the things that I went through and then I got into, uh, I'd say about 19, 20 years old. Uh, then I was like, okay, um, I look back on it. I said, okay, I don't want to be my dad. I don't want to be the person that I, w- uh, that I was before. Um, so who am I now, right? So now I'm starting to get into the, you know, that the, like the adulthood of trying to see where my place is in the world. And as I'm trying to see where my place is in the world, I am essentially using, again, external things to define who I am, right? Well, I'm a hard worker. I go to work. This is where I work. This is what I do. This is my career, uh, things of that nature. And uh, I struggled a lot with uh, with trying to connect all of these parts of who I am because I feel that with the labels of it made me feel like I was in a box. And a lot of people that I've spoken with have essentially alluded to the same thing. It's like when you, you know, like me, I was raised Catholic. That was something that defined who I was when I was a child. It was, we go to church every Sunday. I go to Sunday school, you know, i do confirmation, da 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 and it was like, I don't, again, when you're a child, you're not really aware, you don't really ask questions, you, because you don't, you don't know any better, you don't know what is what, so, and you're, you again, you're not self-aware, so you're not asking these questions, and with, with, with that, it's like, as I got older, it's like, what, I don't, I have questions, I don't really believe this, I don't know about this, so on and so forth, and you know, when these, when these labels are given to us, we're afraid, we're not afraid, a part of us, I think, is actually afraid of stepping outside of it, because it's what will people say about me, but then who, and not only what will other people say about me, but then it's like a question to us of, well, then who will I be? Then what, what will I do? You know, and, you know, people who know me personally will say they know that about me. I hate labels, you know, because It brings it back to what I just said. People, when you have labels, people expect you to be one thing, especially when people only see one part of you, right? When you're in a relationship, people only see you as, you know, when you're introduced to the friends or whatever, the family, this is my husband or this is my wife, you know, so that becomes your identity to those people. You are the wife or you are the husband, you know, so... I never really liked the idea of labels. Um, it's okay to look at something and try to define what it is, but when, as I've gotten older, I've learned to accept, at least for myself, I have accepted and I understand that identity is something that's ever-changing because our interests are going to change. You know, our our views will change as we gain more experience in life. As we experience different things, as we reflect on different things, as we question different things, um, we will change as, as a result of that. And I think that there are huge turning points in life that really um push most people into that. It's like you know, as you're again, as I said earlier, when you're a child, you're not self aware, you're not sure you're emulating other people until you figure out what feels right to you and to your energy and then as a teenager you start to reflect a little bit and with the experimenting and and you know talking to different people and um you know going through that all of those stages you change again you're not going to be the same person obviously that you were as a child and then when you become an adult that's another turning point of okay now I'm thrusted into this world that's much different than what I'm used to in most cases. And so you're trying to find where you fit in, in, in that space. And um, I feel that labels can be very harmful in that way. You know, like I used to be a lot of things that I'm not anymore, you know what I mean? And I've had situations where, you know, friends or family members, they look at me and they still see me as the person that I was before and not the person that I am now. You know, and part of that is just ignorance and denial and other parts of that is, you know, we need, as as I guess as humans, it's like we need to be able to identify what something is and that's really my point is identity for me is really just a way for other people and we, we look at ourselves and we for other people to look at us and say, this is this person and this is how they are and this is them as well as identity is we're looking, we're, we're essentially just looking at other people, like trying to fit in. Uh, and so, you know, I don't, I don't believe that it's really now as in as where I'm at now and where i what I have come to realize and accept about myself is that identity really isn't important. And I I say that to say, you know, we struggle so hard with identity and and, and, and fitting into certain places and being certain things for whatever the reason is. And I've just come to accept and realize that identity isn't important. I just am. You know what I mean? I just am. Because again, your interests are going to change. I never like to tell somebody, this is what I am. I mean, granted, there are some values and certain things that are not going to change. I don't believe that you should lie. I don't believe, like, that's something I, but that, see, that came from somewhere in my past. And that's exactly why I, I hold strongly to that value. You see what I mean? So that goes back to the memories, the emotions, the relationships so that so there are certain core things that of of a but it's that's more of your character like the character that you play um so i i mean there are certain things that aren't going to change uh for the most part but if, like mo- like most things will change your interests are going to change which will most likely change your views and will you know again your political opinions your your uh as relationships change you know you're const- we're constantly going to be searching for who we are because I feel that this experience what, that we call life is meant to challenge you. It's meant to teach you certain things. It's meant to take you to a different level in yourself. Um, I feel like, you know, I mean, I could go into a whole rant on what I think life is, but that's not what this episode is about. <laughs> so, I mean identity is really not important to a certain extent it's not important I again I've just come to the realization and the acceptance that I am everything and nothing that is my identity I guess because I know that who I am now is most likely not who I'm going to be in two months from now or six months from now especially if I'm if I'm always reevaluating and reassessing the way that I interact with others the way my beliefs if I'm always questioning my beliefs uh, making sure that they're coming from healthy places, making sure that I'm questioning the things that are the people and the things that I'm told and things around me. And I'm always questioning, always thinking. Uh, I know for myself that I, um, I'm i going to most likely change. And I'm only 26. So I, can, I know that these are the years from now until I'm 30 that is really going to define and cement who I am in my 30s and most likely beyond. So I'm not even worried about Where, and I say all this to say, even if you are in your 30s or your 40s, you know, and you're having an identity crisis, I want you to take a step back as I've done. Take a step back. Are you searching for identity because you are, you've already held an identity that was based off of outside influences? Because if your identity is consistently based off of outside influences, which... I'm gonna go ahead and say ninety percent of everyone's identity is, is based upon outside influences. You're never gonna find who you are. I and that's that right there, is what I is what I have accepted and learned. I don't base my identity off of, outside sources, at least not anymore. I mean, it's okay to, mirror people that we admire, and I actually want to take a moment because this page in this book that I'm reading um popped out at me last night when I was writing some material for what I wanted to talk about in these episodes and it's the reason for this episode right and it's from the art of living and it talks about exactly this and it says emulate worthy role models one of the best ways to elevate your character immediately is to find worthy role models to emulate if you have the opportunity to meet with an important person don't be nervous Invoke the characteristics of the people you admire most and adopt their manners, speech, and behavior as your own. There is nothing false in this. We all carry the seeds of greatness within us, but we need an image as a point of focus in order in order that they may sprout. At the same time, just because you are meeting a person of great merit doesn't mean you should be overly awed. People are just people, regardless of their talent or influence. That right there is powerful, Right? Because it says, or the way that I interpret this is, it's okay to look to other people for inspiration. Especially, like, I'm a, very, I'm a visual person. I'm a visual learner. And I'm, uh, as well as, I'm very observant. Um, so when there are certain things that I want to learn or want to experience, I, I'm a very visual person. So I like that it says, it's okay to see an image. To, essentially, that person is an image And, um, to emulate them and to, to kind of take on their, take on their characteristics. But where I feel that we fall short in that is we, not only do we emulate another person, we want to become that person. And then we actually lose sight of who we are. You see what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, like everybody is different or should be. So if... If I'm emulating someone else and I'm just trying to get a baseline of, well, I like this and that and whatever, I have to take those characteristics and still make it my own. Or if it's take what works for me and don't take what doesn't work for me, it doesn't feel right, feel right to my spirit, feel right to my energy, right? So I say that to say Um I I've realized that when it comes to identity we are we're ever changing it's okay to mirror other people it's okay to take uh to take certain things that we like from other people and and kind of incorporate that into ourselves as well but you can't do don't do things that don't feel right to you and don't allow outside sources to consistently influence who you are it's like When I was in my previous relationship, that was a very toxic relationship. And then I, when that relationship ended, I kind of like floundered a little bit of, wait, but now who am I now that I'm not, in? have you ever heard that? People say, I don't know who I am now, that I'm not a wife or that I'm not a, you know, that I'm not a wife or, you know, that my, my," whether it's their significant other passed away or they're not a husband or not, whatever the case may be. You ever notice that they'll say, I don't know who I am now because so much of my life or so much of my identity was formulated around this person or around this instance. A lot of, it could be anything. It could be basketball. It could be football. It could be, you know, it could be anything that even myself, I, I had a point in time where I made music. I love music. I still write music. I still, would, I still play instruments, but for a long period of time, that was all that I was, and once I started was no longer interested in it I kind of floundered of oh shit I don't know who I am anymore this is such a big part of me and now it's gone you see what I'm saying so I say all that to say that I try now not to allow outside influences to define me I may mirror that person because I like certain attributes that they have I'm or you know I I admire them and so there are certain things that they that they have acquired in their life that I want to acquire in my life so I will um try to adopt some of those habits, but only if it feels right for me. And that brings me into my next point of living your truth because that is so closely linked with identity. And I talked about I touched on this in uh, my Facebook video, but I wanted to go a little bit deeper in, in, in this episode because it's so um in my opinion it's it's very closely linked to identity. When I hear and when I say live your truth when people say be authentic, right? I don't even think some people realize what that means. <laughs> um, but I want to say from my, my definition of that, to live your truth means to be honest with yourself. We all know when we're doing things that don't feel right to us, that co- your conscience is going to tell you or your you know that gut feeling is going to tell you, eh, that ain't right. <laughs> I don't like that. So living your truth means being honest with yourself. Now, some people might say, well, I don't know how to be honest with myself. I don't know because I don't know what I want, right? That's usually the, the objection I get from people when I tell them, live your truth. Well, I don't know what I want. I don't know what I want in my life. So how can I know what, to, how to live my truth if I don't know what I want? Well, see, that's the problem is that you're right there. When you said, I don't know what I want, that sounds like an outside influence because now when I say okay what what do you mean what do you want most people would say well I don't know what job I want to do I don't know what career I want I don't know I want a relationship with somebody I want this I want that and they're all outside influences but what do you want most people that I've talked to and myself really just want peace really just want happiness and I think that you know that in and of itself drives people for external influences, external things in order to attain that happiness and that peace. It's already inside you, right? So when I say live your truth, I'm saying, what does your conscience tell you? What, what, what does your conscience tell you? What is your, that I feel like sometimes that consciousness is your higher self talking to you. What does that want? What is it telling you? When you do something good and when you do something bad, there's something, there's that little voice in your head that's talking to you, that's guiding you If mm, I don't think that's good. I don't think that's going to be good for you. So I say that to say, if you're living your truth, you're being honest with yourself and you're saying, okay, well, I could be doing this, but I'm not doing it. The lies that we tell ourselves sometimes of, you know, well, I can't. And again, I said this before, I can't go to the gym because I don't have money, but you're eating out, which is costing you more money than a $25 gym membership. Or I I, I lie to myself, I say I work 14 hours, 12 hours at work, I come home, I say, well, I can't go to the gym because I'm tired. Or because I got home late and now I just want to be home. No, I need to push myself because I still have the little voice in my head that says, Micah, go to the gym. Micah, go to the gym, go work out. You're gonna feel you're gonna feel a thousand times better. You're gonna be proud of yourself. You're gonna feel good. Your body is gonna thank you. You see what I'm saying? So living your truth means being honest with yourself. And that's gonna that's gonna play a part into your identity. If you're struggling with identity, that's gonna play a part into your identity because living your truth means being honest with yourself, having these deep, thoughtful conversations with yourself, listening. To the voice in your head that's trying to guide you to where you need to go. And as you continue to be honest with yourself and listen to the voice inside your head that's telling you where to go, then that's how you're going to find who you are, who you really are, not who the world tells you to be, not who... You think you need to be because of what society tells you you need to be, whether that's you need to be working, you need to be working all these hours, or you need to make all this money, or you need to have a family by this age, you need to have a house by this age, you need to be out of debt, all these things, these are all these things that that are irrelevant to who you are. They're irrelevant. What you need to do is be honest with yourself, as I have and as I am continuously doing, so don't think I'm I'm preaching and saying I know everything. I don't. I don't know everything. But this is what's worked for me. And this is what continues to work for me. I have accepted that I will probably, I'm everything and I am nothing. And I, I know that sounds kind of macabre, but I don't mean it to. When I say that, I say I know that I am ever changing. I don't need to be stagnant. And I don't need to be stuck. I don't want to be stuck. I don't want to be trapped in one thing. I want the space to grow. I want the space to make decisions as I get older, as I go through life, as I experience different things. I want the space to be able to choose what works for me and what doesn't. I want to allow my conscious to my higher self to continually give me the guidance that I need to be who I'm supposed to be. And so for that, I feel I will never be just one thing. And so I don't need a label and I don't need outside influences to tell me that. And I'm not going to be forced into a box of, well, you're this and you're that when I don't feel that I will always be that way. And maybe I will always be that way, but I'm, I'm okay. I'm open. I'm open to that. I'm open to growing and I'm open to to seeing where life takes me. And not even just where life takes me, but where my conscience, where my higher self is telling me to go. And following that, right? So to bring, it, to bring this full circle, you know, you may not be where you want to be right now, but I want you to ask yourself, where is it that you want to be and why? Why do you want to be there? Why? You know, why do you need words to tell you who you are? Why do you need other people to tell you who you are? Why are you... Are you following people that can actually give you, you know, a better life? You know what I'm trying to say? So live your truth. Be honest with yourself. Follow that voice in your head that's telling you everything you need to know about yourself. You just have to be quiet and listen. Right? That's going to lead you to who you are. That's going to lead you. To your identity. When you think. When you talk to yourself. And listen to yourself. And follow your heart. Where is your heart taking you? Okay. Now this advice is not going to apply to people who are. If you're a piece of shit. I mean. (laughs) If you're like trying to hurt people. And and be negative towards people. And all that. Like I'm not. That's not. You know. This isn't for you. (laughs) I'm just playing. But. um, You know. Just that's 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 really the advice I have, um, on this topic of identity. And this is such a convoluted topic. Like we can have so many conversations about identity. Um, there are so many theories as to where identity comes from and what it is and how it changes and so on and so forth. But this is just my definition. Um, and I believe that, uh, identity is closely linked with living your truth. Uh, as I already explained, I believe that, you know, we we need to get to a place where we're okay with not, um, not air quotes being right now where we are or we have to, and we have to be okay with the fact that, you know, we're going to change, we're going to change and it's okay. Like it's nobody's business anyway. You know, if you, you know, if you're gay, straight, lesbian, bisexual, whatever, you know, transgender, whatever it is that you, that you are, that you feel, And you're flip-flopping or whatever. It's nobody's business. Who cares? Everybody just needs to worry about themselves. You need to worry about yourself. And do what feels right to you. Do what feels right for you. Okay? Look to you. Look to yourself for the answers. Stop looking to other people for them. The answers are already inside you. It's your higher self, it's your conscience, it's talking to, you're talking to you, you know what you need, give yourself that, okay, and if you still are having issues, then, you know, as I always will recommend and have recommended, then speak to a therapist, and, um, You know, see if they can kind of help guide you, speak, have a mentor. It doesn't have to just be a therapist. It could be a mentor, somebody who you want, you admire what they have, or you admire who they are as an individual, and you would like to incorporate some of those um, attributes to yourself. That's fine. That's okay. But at the same time, don't do anything that doesn't feel right to you. That's the main thing. Because if you do things that don't feel right to you, but you just want to do it because you want to find who you are, or whatever the case may be, you're going to be miserable. Okay, so I wanted to just say that real quick. Um, hopefully, this wasn't too long or boring or annoying. Um, hopefully, you learned something from it, and it's it's helped you in your journey with identity. If you have any more, if you have any further questions about living your truth and identity, um, or you you just have a specific question, or you'd like me to talk a little bit more in depth into um different areas of identity and how we can work through uh, identifying the different areas of identity and how we can get to a better place with it, um, go ahead and uh, drop me a comment or, uh, uh, you know, or yeah, a comment, I guess, on uh, Facebook at uh, Realistically Free Podcast, or go ahead and send me an email if you're not a Facebook user at Podcast at gmail.com. And um, I will try my best to create another episode where I can answer that question. And if it's something that I can't answer, I will get somebody on the show that can answer it. Um, I'm still working on trying to get some guests for the show. And I'm waiting back to hear from their schedules to see how we can make it work. Uh, so that I can have so many ideas and um, talk to different people that I'm really, really excited uh, to, to, to interview. It's just a matter of getting our schedules to link up. So stay on the lookout for that. Uh, again, like my Facebook page. Come, at, go, come on over, come talk to me. Um, I don't bite, I promise, unless you ask me to. <laughs> I'm just playing. But uh, yeah, come over to the Facebook page, uh, get your daily dose of um, encouragement, conversation, ask your questions, give me feedback. Uh, you, again, you can email me if you're not a social media user, realistically free podcast at gmail.com, and we'll keep the conversation going. As always, if you can give help, give it. If you need help, get it. There's nothing wrong with that. But above all else, love each other. Keep it real. Out.